Hello, everyone. I'm Drew. I'm Bailey. And I'm Lacey. And we're sarcastic, so let's get sinister. doing good good ready to learn some more about i haven't Phoebe. been feeling well yeah oh no you're not feeling well why why mm. okay um i know that uh lacy said that she's excited to hear more about phoebe but i just wanted to mention real quick that uh I, don't, I know I sent you guys a video. I don't know if you looked into it at all. But um, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Lacey Bailey and I all live in Pennsylvania. And over this past weekend, well, this is going to come out on a Saturday. So last Saturday on, I don't know, the 12th of August, a uh, house just exploded outside of Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you guys look into it? Um, yeah, I I read conflicting things. I read first, oh, it was a gas leak. And then I read that they were saying it wasn't a gas leak. But I know you wanted to talk about it, so I didn't really look into it the last few days. Well, so they came out pretty quickly saying that it wasn't a gas leak, but it did cause gas leaks. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. what you were... Oh, maybe, maybe I misunderstood. The explosion, they quickly turned off the gas, but like people in blocks away were like, I smell gas. Jesus. So it caused, I think, two gas leaks in the days following. But they were, like, real quick saying the system is working perfectly when the house exploded. Um, and then I guess whoever, I don't know, the mayor, maybe, the chief of police, whoever's in charge, um, said today, I think, uh, that it, like, basically, like, quit bugging us. We're looking into it. <laughs> But it's going to take months, maybe years, to determine oh. the cause. And I feel like that is... I don't like that. And I would be scared if I lived in the area. Yeah. I can understand, like, maybe a month or two. Because it but is like, gone. Yeah. The, yeah. The entire house got demolished. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the like, next one, it was three, three total were, like, so wrecked, like, right? Well, I mean, how they, long does it take for, like, fire marshals to put out, like, arson reports or whatever to make sure that it's, like, not, like, on purpose or it's, like, determined mm -hmm. to be, like, an accident or something? I they, think they that, probably have, like, nothing to work with. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's going to take a while because they've got to, like, go through all the wreckage to see if they can find anything that would indicate the cause. Yeah. Um... So they have to go through all of it, and I mean, if it is, I mean, if it, if it, if it was like a bomb, they have yeah. to find a piece of like the bomb, yeah, and determine that that didn't belong to anything else in the house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's nice um, that they have that um the camera that went viral, the the ring yeah, camera from the, the neighbors. So they camera. can at least like see that it didn't start as a fiber fire and blew. It just blew up. Yeah. Like, that'll probably um, help. But 
but to answer Lacey's question the house in the middle just exploded mm -hmm. and it caught the two neighboring houses on each side of it on fire and then those burnt to the ground basically yeah. and what was the um, total how many people died so there <laughs> you're like teeing up the my points perfectly this is exactly <laughs> what i want to talk to did there you guys are, practice um, this Don't yes i'm currently texting her a script uh -huh. um currently five victims um four of them are adults oddly that most of them are in their 50s i think um but then the one was a 12 year old boy oh. um and then there were three people sent to the hospital two of them oh, have already been discharged froze. but one of them is in critical condition oh or i froze so yeah but plum pa it's crazy yeah I don't know. I just think it was my first thought was bomb or meth lab explosion, but it was so big that yeah, I just I can't wrap my head around it being a meth lab. It's wild to watch. Yeah. But um PA is where the collar bomb was made. Remember? That's fun for us. Yeah. So all right. Well, Anything there's nothing, else? There's nothing to do in PA. So, like, you have to power bomb and, like, blow shit up. So, I mean, I usually keep myself entertained without making bombs. Usually. Usually, yeah. I definitely usually. have some downtime here and there where I'm like, oh, maybe <laughs> today. The Drew, the screen froze, and oh. so that's that. Those are the faces. I was you guys like, why? Through um okay uh do you have guys have anything else or shall we nothing for me tiptoe back into phoebe all right well where right, we left off well i'm gonna tiptoe tip and then dive in gotcha um because i'm this episode's gonna come out so part one's coming out friday and then this one's gonna come out tomorrow the the day after the next day so that the listeners don't have to wait too long mm -hmm. but you guys haven't heard about phoebe in like a week it's true that's true so i'm just going to give you a quick rundown of just to remind you what we're talking about um phoebe was 24 in december of 2010 and on the day of her death there was a like we have a timeline um aunt left for work at aunt remember aunt i think he's mm. a bit of a petty bitch yeah the but other boyfriend. people think that he's like just straight up murderer i'm not sold on that yet i don't know gotcha um i mean do i think his behaviors are a little odd sure but i kind of been i could attribute i could see them being attributed to him being petty so anyway or just a toxic um, boyfriend yeah controlling so aunt left sorry so aunt left for work on december 1st with phoebe being passed out in her or well in their bed um then 
he he may have taken her phone hard to say because he's saying he didn't but then there was that weird text that went out remember that one about the tomato soup mm-hmm. then um grandma asked aunt to check on phoebe he said he did and she was still sleeping but there is no um evidence of that with the key fobs mm-hmm. then um we know that like shelly the maid or the cleaner she went in and found phoebe and she thought maybe she was sick simply because she was home in the middle of the day um but she didn't think that she was like hungover or depressed or anything like that. Um, Aunt came home at like seven thirty-three, and he said that they had a really nice night together. Then at eight p.m., Phoebe called her dad, and they had a little chat. Um, she told him that she really wanted to stop doing this, and she wished him a happy birthday. And that was the last time that he spoke to his daughter. On Thursday, December 2nd, Aunt again left Phoebe in bed at 8.13. He went to the gym and then he went to work at 9.01. At 9.45, Phoebe was using her computer. He... Aunt claimed that this was the day that he took the phone and dropped it off at the repair shop. I don't know. Um... Throughout the day, there were two fire alarms that went off because construction was going on on the upper levels. And we saw Phoebe exiting with her dog and coming back. Then at 6.06, Aunt arrived back home. Um, Phoebe was gone. There was a quote-unquote shrine on the bed, but mm-hmm. I think it was just pictures and incense burning on the nightstand. Yeah. Um. Then he... So then he, like, spoke to Phoebe's dad. He was, Phoebe's dad was confirming, like, we're going out for my birthday. Um, Anyway, Phoebe, or aunt called the restaurant that they were planning on going to and got takeout for just himself. And then at 8.03, the delivery guy arrived and was like, what's up with all these cops, man? Then he went downstairs and told the police that it might be his girlfriend who they found had fallen through the garbage chute into the trash compactor and was they said was deceased and claimed it was a crime scene right away but um nobody confirmed that um and then just to kind of go over real quick all of the fun that was the police just half-assing it i'm gonna say um they didn't secure the scene so people were allowed to come and go inside the building people were allowed to come and go inside the apartment including aunt's parents and friends um they did dust for prints and stuff but they were no there was no identifiable value on the door of the shoot which um other podcasts have been like someone wiped it clean I don't know. It says no identifiable value, so it could just be smudged. Or they were gloves. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, because they're pointing to that as being like, oh, she was murdered. 
They could just be smudged. Yeah. Bailey's making a face. She's like, you don't just fall down a trash compactor. No, I know, and we'll get into that because... Yeah. We'll get into it, but, like, I'm just saying... Because what... What's frustrating to me is that when I was, like, reading and listening to other people's opinions about this, everybody was pointing to things and being like, oh, that's evidence of foul play, or that's evidence that Ant's guilty. And I'm just like, I don't know about that, because it's like the reasonable doubt. Because if I was on a a jury and this was the case, I'd be like, no no identifiable value doesn't mean somebody wiped it off. That just means that it was either like it was you couldn't identify it it was and aunt ordering takeout for one he could just be petty yeah so i think we talked about that how he could have just been being a dick yeah um on december 7th prior to phoebe being um officially declared as a suicide aunt posted on facebook that phoebe committed suicide due to depression and he announced the memorial service and then there was that whole like back and forth with um aunt and her parents um because he like claimed to be in the next of kin and they were like you guys have been dating for 18 months we've known her for 24 years also we're her parents and he was like you guys hurt my feelings um and then he uninvited them to the memorial service remember just a real stand-up guy yeah so where we last left off was at the end of december when aunt and um, phoebe's mom natalie met up at a coffee shop aunt was there to give natalie some of phoebe's belongings and um that is but didn't decide to give her uh, Phoebe's passport, her Medicare card, her laptop, her camera, her birth certificate, or her journals. And then, so Natalie called Aunt and was like, hey, can I have this stuff? Because what are you going to do with it? And so then he was like, oh, here. And he gave her uh, Phoebe's laptop and basically an empty wallet. So he kept her birth certificate and passport and camera and journals. Didn't he like wipe the pass- the laptop clean or something too? Yeah. So because the police didn't uh, secure her computer, her brother later hacked into her email and found that all the emails were deleted. That wasn't necessarily Aunt. Could have been somebody else. But. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think in the beginning of the ep- episode yesterday, I said um, it. I'm not really sure what happened, but what I do know is that the police royally fucked up this uh, like this whole thing. Remember how? Um, so she died in December 2010. They didn't talk to the manager of the building until January 2012, or like two years later. So stupid. Patient. Mm-hmm. We're taking mental health days, okay? Priority was way low. Mm-hmm. So I told I mean, you if that they ruled um, it a suicide right off the bat. They were probably like, "Well, we've got other important cases, like actual murders, to do." I think that they jumped to conclusions with us. Um, 
This was Australia? Yeah. Okay. I think that they were like, they arrived on scene, they were like, the first conclusion they jumped to was that she was dead. Instead of checking. Which I guess is not just so... like blood loss, but... A big ass fly it's... just like hung out right in front of my face. <laughs> um, then they decided that she committed suicide despite there being a lot of evidence that we're going to get into that that's unlikely. Um, and because I think they jumped to suicide, they didn't do like a thorough job of securing any evidence because they were like, what's the point? So anyway, what I told you that we would do today, you are the biggest fly. Can you get away from me? Can you believe that guy? Fight it. I swatted him because he's being so dumb. He's just a big fat fly and he's oh, it's like, you have a new pet fly. Yeah, I'm going to smack him out the window. So, Phoebe's grandfather. Oh, and then there's a little one. What the hell? <laughs> I don't understand how it's the lord of the flies like, over there i feel like there are always flies in my house and i don't understand why does nora open the window no i think they come in through the garage maybe you just don't use just your can garage find their way in anywhere sure. i hate them i don't think there's any rhyme or reason anyway phoebe's grandfather lauren campbell he was a retired police detective um he found it extremely hard to wrap his head around the death of Phoebe being ruled a suicide. His, he first made a list of all the things the police did wrong. He then began to run his own experiments. So on January 24th, he had two of Phoebe's friends attempt to enter the exact shoot that she did. They were able to, they were able to, but found it very difficult because the shoot was so high off the ground and the door only opened like a little bit. So it's like how, um, yeah, if you're trying to send a package and there's like the little box on the side mm -hmm. of the street. There's there's pictures of it also online I found. Yeah. We can always we'll post it so people yeah. can like see it when they hear it. Um then he ran an experiment to see if Phoebe indeed was able to get into the chute through the door, would she have been able to pass through into the main chute because of like the angle? It was like a mini chute. And I'm just gonna say, like a the the branch. And is it the like trunk. um? Is it like um? Oh, is it like a mailbox, like on the street, like how like you have that like first little little bit of catch, and then you have to close the door, and then it actually yeah, falls but it's up? a little bit bigger. It's like so, oh. you pull back the door, and then you go down at an angle like that, and then it's just like a like mm -hmm. a really severe perpendicular drop, yeah, like that. And so his thought was. He was like, wouldn't she kind of get caught up right here at the joint? Um, so he ran that experiment. Then he ran an experiment to see if it was would have been easier had another person deposited an unconscious person into the chute. They found that it was much easier to do that than to do it yourself. Sure. Then Lauren went to um mr boone bone who was like the man not the manufacturer he was like an engineer that worked for the compactor company um mr boone 
I don't know why I keep trying to say Boone. It's clearly Bone. Mr. Bone made a replica of the chute and compactor so that they could run even more experiments. They found that the way that Phoebe went into the chute was not able to be replicated. Like her injuries and her positioning, it didn't make any sense. Interesting. So I have another little thought about if Amp was indeed truly a petty bitch, if he came home and found, because remember they found broken glass and wine glasses and he said that one of the glasses smelled like vodka. We knew that, we know that he does, didn't like Phoebe drinking because remember she started drinking and he just abandoned her at her friend's house. Mm-hmm. Well, if he came home and found her drunk, could he have thought that maybe she was trash? Like, hypothetically, mm-hmm. in, in this scenario, he took her phone to prevent her from going out again and to punish her for doing it. So, for going out, he took her phone as a punishment and to keep her in the house. He didn't order her dinner as another form of punishment. He didn't check on her at all that day because he was over her hungoverness. He's just over it. Like, I, I don't think he cared enough to check on her. Yeah. Um, you know how, I don't know if you remember, but Phoebe left a voicemail for her friend and was like, if you don't call me back, I'm going to throw my phone into the ocean or something like that. Yeah. And her friend was like, that's typical, Phoebe. I wasn't concerned at all. If that was kind of the mindset with her drinking, where it was just like over it. If he... Came home and found her passed out again. Maybe he thought he'd take out the trash. I'm not calling Phoebe trash. I'm just saying if he was truly the petty bitch, this might have been his mindset. Mm -hmm. And then maybe he didn't, like, really think it through. I Like, I'm wondering if he didn't intend to kill her, but try and teach her a lesson. Although they were up on like the twenty second floor or twelfth floor, yeah, that's where I'm like, if they were on like the second or third floor, and he didn't know about the compactor because I don't think everybody necessarily knows how their trash chute works, and he's as much of an asshole as we see as we think he is. I could maybe see. I mean, that's still really kind of severe, shoving somebody in a trash chute because you don't know if they're gonna get stuck on the way down or whatever. But I think even if he would be the type of person to do that on a lower floor. I don't think most of us would expect somebody to survive a 12-story drop. I think if somebody helped her in there, they were pretty sure they were killing her. But I could see that being his mindset, though. Being like, you know what? I'm I'm over it. You're shit to me. mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, there's, like, I mean, I hit the, like, it does kind of correlate with, like, Drew's of, like, he's taking out the trash and everything. There's so many other easier ways to kill somebody. Not that I'm suggesting anything, but, like, it's just, there has to be something significant in, like, if if she was murdered. That's why my thought wasn't that he intended to kill her. 
Well, I think that it could have been not expecting her to be found. You know what I mean? I would think if you would dump somebody in a trash chute, there's a good chance that they're not going to be found, or at least not soon. You know, that the trash ends up getting taken out in the trucks and nobody knows what's happened until she shows up in the landfill or something, if she ever shows up. I mm-hmm. That's what I, if she was murdered, I feel like the killer thought, I'm going to get rid of her and nobody's going to know what happened. And didn't expect her to manage to get out of the compactor and not die immediately and stumble around, which is, like, mind-blowing. He yeah. also, like, Aunt, like, I mean, there was a mess in the apartment like if he wanted to kind of like get rid of her and like have like without a trace why would you leave that like broken glass and like all of that other I stuff mean, hold on though, he like, got home at six mm-hmm. that's interesting that you brought that up he got home at six if you got home to your house and found a mess like broken glass on the floor especially broken glass on the floor but like he said her, the kitchen was like covered in post-it notes mm-hmm. there was an incense burning the straightener was plugged in he the delivery guy came to the house at eight and he went downstairs and said that might be phoebe and then they went up and all that stuff was still there like all that time to oh clean that he, just he, didn't, he didn't clean up for two hours he just left it there See, for me, that almost points more towards him not doing it, because I could see him being like, when she gets home, she's going to clean up her fucking mess. That's a good point. Or, devil's advocate, or I guess the opposite, I don't know. <laughs> um, if none of that was from Phoebe, and he spent two hours staging. Mm. So many questions. Mm-hmm. You know what else I was thinking of is that um, for somebody to did did it say anywhere how close the trash chute was to their apartment? Because I'm just picturing like you have somebody that you're like I gotta you know I'm gonna kill this person or maybe they're unconscious and like I'm gonna get rid of whatever you decide you're gonna dump them down a trash chute. You have to hope nobody sees you walking down the hall hauling a body. Yeah, I I did want to mention. Um... In some places, the trash chute is, like, directly in the hallway. This was in its own room. Oh, okay. So it was, like, the trash room with the trash chute. Yeah. So you um, just have to get to the room. Yeah. yeah. You could even walk down there with her. Not, obviously, she's not thinking you're going to do anything to her. But mm-hmm. walk down there to her and then, you know, knock you know, her well, out or something and then dump and like, her if she, I mean, like, if she's also already drunk at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what would have been a good idea? Hmm. The, the police should have secured the CCTV footage. Then we could know if she walked down the hallway. You know what yeah, also would have been, been nice. an idea? Um, if someone checked her fucking pulse when they got mm. there. True. Mm. A lot of things would have been a good idea. I'm just spitballing here, guys. Yeah, had this she been why we're going to do so well in the Australian police force. That's not like I'm going to Australia. I don't, think, I don't, think, I don't think we're the minority here. I think most of everybody who knows about this case has been shitting on them. That's good. I feel good about that. Yeah. Um, so back to Phoebe. Yeah. Um, 
later in the whole I'm going to quote unquote investigation because I don't think they were investigating anything. A witness came forward and said that on December 2nd, she had gotten on the elevator shortly before 4.30 p.m. She said that inside the elevator was a stocky man with dark brown hair that she didn't recognize. He was carrying an object that was roughly eight inches long and four inches wide. In comparison, a business envelope is four inches by nine inches. So about that size. The witness said the main the man pressed the button for the twelfth floor, but did not use the key fob. This would only be possible if someone on the twelfth floor had buzzed him up. The witness told Eric, the manager, about this, and he went to the police. And surprisingly, the police shrugged it off. That could have meant anything. Yeah, um, other people live on the twelfth floor. I think in the um, first episode I mentioned that, like, maybe, it, like, I know everyone, like, points to, what's her boyfriend's name, Aunt? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was, like, someone she else she knew that killed her in her apartment and then was like, oh, crap, I need to get rid of her. Like, I can't just walk out of her apartment with her. And then that's when they pushed her down the garbage chute. Mm-hmm. Just because easy disposal, but... I mean, if we have a mystery man. And he's still a mystery because the police didn't look for him. They can only do so much, Drew. I don't know why you're being, like, so hard on them. However, police did interview all the residents on the 12th floor to find out if they had buzzed that man up that day. No one did. Hmm. So, (laughs) dead end. (laughs) What are you going to do? He pressed the wrong floor. So, Phoebe's family felt that there was enough issues with the investigation that a coroner's inquest was warranted. In order for an inquest to take place, police have to prepare a brief for the coroner. They assigned Detective Brendan Payne to handle the brief. On March 10th, 2011, he took possession of Aunt and Phoebe's computers. Phoebe's computers showed the last activity occurred October 2010. They found something interesting on Ant's computer. On October 19th, 2010, Ant had downloaded a coroner's office form, the form for the release of a body in October, two months before Phoebe died. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. You know when you accidentally, like, download stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. You know when you're accidentally on, like, the coroner's website looking at their various forms? Other interesting bits of information that came to light at this time. Uh, A phone number of a mystery person was found on a piece of paper in Phoebe's jean pocket. Ooh. Was it It the mystery stocky man? It was listed as Tina Smith, who they found was not a real person. Ah. Phoebe's family was able to raise $50,000 needed to cover the legal fees of an official inquest into her death. The hearing was on December 5th, 2012, to determine whether the inquest, when the inquest would be. March 26, 2013, the coroner announced that he would hold an open inquest into Phoebe's death. May 1st, 2013 was when the hearing was scheduled and the inquest would be in August. 
On October 9th, 2013, the coroner declared the inquest closed. He didn't release any of his findings until December 10th, 2014, so four years after Phoebe's death. Do you want to know what he determined? Yes. He ruled that there was no foul play involved. Oh my god. I'm tired of everybody. (laughs) They're all wrong and I could prove it. That's how I feel. But, like, here's the thing. Like, sure, you can say there's no evidence of foul play. Great. But there's, like, no concrete evidence that, yes, this is a suicide. There's no other questions. Mm -hmm. Right, and they were happy to just say that that's what it was. Because that's the situation, you should still investigate it. During the coroner's inquest, Ant was asked about several possible triggers that could have contributed to Phoebe's depression, including their relationship, him, Phoebe's exercise habits, her finances, her alcohol intake, her illicit drug use, prescription medication use, occasional disappearances, and any suicidal ideations. During the inquest, they reviewed the original autopsy report. So, there's a bit more description available from the inquest. She had a one centimeter abrasion accompanied by bruising on the right side of her jawbone. And what was described by the pathologist as, quote, a subdermal hemorrhage present over the left parietal cortex, which is the left, upper left side of the brain. This her head. Or remember how it could have hold on. Okay. The brain hemorrhage is capable of causing unconsciousness, and the pathologist made no comment as it as to its possible cause, other than to make the suggestion that it could have been an artifact of removal of the brain during the autopsy. There was also an adjacent one centimeter abrasion on the outside of Phoebe's head during above her left ear, consistent with striking something. So she had an abrasion on her head right up like that corresponded to the subdermal hematoma. So, or subdermal hemorrhage. So Mm -hmm. I don't know about this. It happened during the autopsy. Um, also, circular and ovoid bruises on her right medial upper arm, consistent with grip marks. Also, bruising on her left wrist and her neck. Did it say how, um, the stages of bruising, like, how approximately, like, or were they fresh bruises? Or were they like a week it didn't old? Say. Okay, because that like playing devil's advocate, baby aunt is a very abusive asshole and had struck her or gripped her previously. I feel like if it had been like at the later stages of a bruise, where it's like yellow and green, they would have noted that. I mean, you could still have like a purple bruise, like a few days old though. No, I know, but like, yeah. Have you ever I mean, seen how it transitions? Yes, yes, I've lived through that um, mm-hmm. on my body. 
Um, I'm just saying, we're not batting 100 here, so maybe they just didn't think that they needed to be that specific. They should have. Well, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Mm. We could have started with the fucking pulse, but whatever. Okay, so... Coroner White made a speculative finding that Phoebe dropped and broke a drinking glass in the apartment that afternoon. On paragraph 344, he commences this part of his finding. At some stage, she dropped and broke a glass. At a later point, she attempted to clean up the glass fragments and may have placed them in a plastic rubbish bag while cutting herself in the process. There is nothing in the evidence to show that Phoebe dropped a glass. A glass could have been knocked out of her hand or even thrown at her. Conversely, she could have thrown it at someone else and thus even triggered a violent reaction. She was, I mean, feisty. And uh, remember, she had like a, a fierce sense of justice. So... I could see her throwing the glass at somebody. Yeah. Um, there was an area of staining on a wall, which was noted by the police, but not examined or sampled. So if she, like, threw a glass at the wall. Yeah. Um, but don't you just like how the coroner was like, she dropped a glass, she picked it up and cut her hand. Was there evidence of a cut on her hand? Not mentioned. Mm-mm. It's a bold. It's a just bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> I don't think it will. Mm. But what's funny, real quick, because I got that reference. Um, <laughs> we are doing at work uh, 30 Days of Fun, I think is what it's called. And it's like real fun or like. I but mean, tomorrow is a potluck. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, the next day is, um, it's like Dodge Day. And the little thing says, celebrate the five, do- the five days of dodgeball. Dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge. Bring your favorite dip. Oh, that's I a was- roundabout way to get to, yeah. <laughs> to get to, we're bringing dip to work. <laughs> it's they a could dip just day. Call it dip day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the coroner described Phoebe cleaning up broken pieces of glass and putting them into the garbage bag, but there was no evidence that she did this or of pieces of glass being found in the bag. There was a noticeable amount of broken glass on the floor. The coroner positively found that she cut herself on the glass apparently choosing this as an explanation for traces of blood being found in the apartment. There was blood on the computer mouse, the computer mouse pad, and the door architrave. Lacey? No. Oh, that's I a thought word. you made that word up. Hold on. Architrave. I left that in because I was like, Lacey will know what this is. No, that's a new one. Oh, it's like the she's on she's on vacay, Drew. She can't. She doesn't know it. She's yeah. not doing English right now. Got a right couple now. days left before I'm a teacher. It's like the baseboard, but the one that goes around the door. So, like the trim around the door. Yeah, it has its own name. Why is it so fancy? It's called Architrove. the trim. It's called Architrove. the trim. I call it's it the trim. Built. 
Architral. Oh my god. <sighs> Did somebody tell you that? Side note. To like <laughs> we don't need to name every single goddamn thing. Like we don't need to go that specific. Like what's the name of the piece of like tape on the bottom of a shoelace or something like the end? Oh yeah, it has a name. That doesn't need a name. I don't name. know what it is, but it doesn't need a name. Like doesn't need a name. It's but anyway. It. Same thing with Alcatraz or whatever she just said. What? <laughs> I don't <laughs> the Alcatraz around the door. Alcatraz. Anyway, oh, yeah, that's same thing. Same thing. <laughs> so the basically the coroner determined that she tried to clean up the glass and cut her hand. And that's why there was blood on the ma- computer mouse, the mouse pad, and the door's arch trough. But there was no evidence of the glass being cleaned up. There was nothing in the bag. There was no evidence of Phoebe having cuts on her hands. And... I don't um, even know. I don't understand why the coroner even commented on that. I think I... probably it was an open inquest. So, like, family oh, so love were... and be like, okay. well, how do you explain this? Okay, gotcha. so I got And it. he was probably like, she probably cleaned up the glass and cut her hand. She was drinking something, mm-hmm. water or whatever. Glass dropped, cut her hand a little bit, instantly had to go to the computer to see how to suture up her hand, which is why mm-hmm. there was blood on the mouse and the keyboard. Um, then, which door was the blood on? A door. Okay, um, so then she decided to, like, well, no, she couldn't clean it up. She was bleeding. So then she went through that door, let's call it the bathroom, sutured her hand, threw a shit ton of Neosporin on it, and had it heal in a matter of hours. Neosporin is powerful. Yeah. Uh, I am piggybacking up. What questions do you have? That sound logic right there. (laughs) No questions. Oh, perfect. Piggybacking off of your theory. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyone who's ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia knows that the best thing to do with a wound is plug it up with trash. That too. So that explains what why she decided to go into the garbage chute. She was looking for trash to plug up her bloody she hand. She was like, I don't want a scar. I need to, yeah. I need to stop this bleeding. Trash. Yeah. I think that sounds fine. So mm-hmm. anyway... The blood being the blood on the doors arch trough was the only one that was DNA tested because <laughs> it's exhausting testing all that blood. Okay? It's all the same. <laughs> Your blood you by a glance that it's all the same. So it was it was Phoebe's up on the door arch trough, but uh, there was no blood on the broken glass in the apartment. So. She threw that piece away. She was so mad at it. She threw it away. Yeah. Or it was still stuck in her hand. Other information garnered from the inquest. A computer analysis established computer usage at 12.01 and 12.02. Computer usage was again noted at 2.19 p.m., but may have been automated. More computer usage at 619, 701, 739, and 740. Ant is recorded by door swipe as entering the building at 609 and it was officially determined that phoebe must have entered the chute at a point in time between 1203 and 702. so 
chances are she was the one using the computer at 1201 and 1202, which is why they, they put the first pillar at... There's an emergency at your house. No, I bumped my, my watch. It was finding my phone. It was right next to me. So that's why they were like, she must, she could have entered it at 12.03 because the last computer usage we saw was at 12.02 and the 2.19 could have been automated computer usage. So. Okay. Um, assistant um, counsel, pardon? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yes. Is there, uh, not that it matters because, you know, we didn't get the security footage, but were there uh, cameras in the hallways mm -hmm. of her apartment? Oh, okay. Yeah, remember. Are you going to ask if they if they looked at them? No, I remember that they didn't, but I was thinking, yeah. I was like, wow, it, it would have been really great to have like a timestamp mm -hmm. of when she left her apartment. And also if someone was there. Exactly. Or you if know, she did it on her own volition. Who? That? No. Nah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, remember Eric, the manager, told the police, like, hey, if you want security footage, you should get it now because our system has been recording over itself for some time. Mm -hmm. We need to get that thing fixed, but, you know. Side and note, they were like... I, like, he probably didn't, but, like, I would totally, like, rewatch that security footage as the manager if the police weren't, like, interested. Yeah, but I'm also just a nasty immediately. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'd be like, "Oh, they're not interested." Okay, I am. I'll solve this myself. Yeah. Anyway, I'm mildly suspicious of him. By the way, I I just find it odd that he when when Beth came in for not Beth, but whatever. When the girl came in for her shift, he was like, oh, they were servicing the compactor, but I didn't get a chance to go check it out. Can you? I have to go and take my kid to a music class or something. Deuces. It's like he didn't want to find the body. Mm. That's the kind of vibe that I got. He didn't want to, He wanted somebody else to find the body. Yeah. And then it just seemed really convenient that all the security footage is gone. Yeah. It and really then he was like that... sort of calm when she called him, but, like freaking out. But then out. the other thing is, we have a CCTV image of Phoebe exiting the building during the fire alarm. Yeah, how right? do you have yeah. that? That's what I'm saying. It's weird that well, all. When. Huh. Do we know when that was? I'm assuming we know when that fire alarm was. Wasn't that just like a couple weeks before or something? No, it was the day of. Oh, 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 oh. The I was going to say maybe it started malfunctioning after that, but no, I don't think so. The first, I mean, it might have started malfunctioning after that, but that's all. That's even more suspicious. The CCTV footage caught her leaving. Like, it's not just, an, it's not just a picture. I watched the video of her leaving with her dog. Um, at like 11 o'clock in the morning There's... and then every, it, we couldn't get anything from the 7 o'clock footage that is I like don't even know what to cause that it sounds like they went in and watched and for whatever reason like had a copy of I 
I keep going back to his parents being judges. Yeah. And um, that, I feel like, sounds more to me like they did go in and watch the footage that day and then lost um, the footage that showed her or somebody else walking. Because if they have the earlier footage, mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense for them to have footage from one part of the day, but say, oh, we never actually looked. Huh. Huh. That's my thought on that. Huh. Huh. Sorry, I'm, huh? I'm Googling it. There were a lot of baffling things with this case, but that's really got me like... Yeah. That, to me, feels the most like something's being covered up, because why would they go in and only watch that morning if they're this incompetent that they're not doing what they should be doing why would they do extra and watch that morning when it didn't really matter so what this article that i just looked up says is that they they secured the building footage just not from her hallway which i feel like is probably most important yeah. Also, how are you like that, that specific? Should like you deliberately take all the footage? Because like, if, I mean, I wouldn't want. I if I was them, I would be like, I don't need the footage from one through eleven, but like the where where she entered and where she exited, please. It just yeah, you should take that's all of why, it. That's why I'm like mildly suspicious of the manager because I'm like it's very convenient that. He sent somebody else to go check the compactor room, which seems like an odd assignment yeah. to just make sure that they, they did okay with servicing it. And then the fact that um, the, the most useful CCTV footage got recorded over, and then the fact that, like, had the compactor been set on automatic, which is what it what it which is what it was supposed to be. Um, Phoebe would have been much more injured, but she didn't sustain that many injuries. So, I mean, I don't think Ant knows how to use a, the automatic and manual button for the compactor, but I bet yeah. you the manager probably does. Yeah. I just, I like, I agree with you that that's all weird and suspicious. I just feel like if, it was him, I wouldn't have even, if like, if I was a manager and I did it, have even to go to the police and be like, hey, if you want the footage, you better look now before it's gone. I feel like that's a risky move, because what if they were like, oh, yeah, let's go look at the footage. I mean, I don't think the police ever said that he did say that. I think he said oh, that. Oh, did he say, okay. Yeah, he said that he offered it up, and they never yeah. seized it. Hmm. I don't know. I also, he was the one, he was the one who was interviewed, like, two years later. Ah. Yeah. These are so frustrating, these ones where there's not wonder, just unsolved, but there's so many questions along the way. I wonder if there was, like, a payoff involved. Like, what if, like, this, I'm not even going to use names, because this is highly speculative. But what if, like, somebody heard someone come down the chute and then i imagine that it made a lot of noise in the compactor because mm. 
it was doing something that wasn't its job and i mean if i was getting ground up i probably wouldn't be like whistling yeah so then they went to investigate quickly shut it switched it to manual to get her out and then made the same assumption that the police did that she was dead turned it back to automatic and then said something to the wealthy boyfriend. Yeah, I could see that. I could see a payoff. Because if you're the manager of the building, you're going to recognize... He would have recognized her. Yeah, he talked to her that day. Mm-hmm. And if he knew even a little bit about his tenants, he would know that the boyfriend comes from money. I mean... Everyone has money there. That's true. But, like, maybe specifically the boyfriend comes from, like... Two judges? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I could see it. We've we've seen crazier. But, again... And that fits in with my... I was kind of thinking that maybe... Because you were saying it was weird for him to tell the night manager or whatever to go check the room. Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe he did see the body. But then why would he, like, pass it off to somebody else? But it would make sense if he decided to get a little... He needed someone who could really act surprised mm-hmm. to make the call. Because yeah. he had been sitting on that information for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that is all hypothetical. That mm-hmm. is a one theory. So, um, assistant counsel, Deborah... Seemensma had advised coroner Peter White that the bruises on Phoebe's arms, the blood inside the apartment, and the fact that it appeared the chute had been wiped clean of fingerprints was enough to point to the possibility of murder. Ms. Seemsa specifically advised him against making the following judgments. A finding of suicide. A finding of misadventure. A finding of death caused by borderline personality disorder. A finding which determined either that a third party was involved or was not involved in Phoebe's death. Or a finding which specifically exonerated Aunt from complicity. So she was like, I don't think you should rule it as a suicide. I don't think you should rule it as, as, as an accident. I don't think that you should say the cause of death was her borderline personality disorder. I don't think that you should really say one way or the other whether a third party was involved. And I don't think that I you don't should... think rule at anything. Yeah, and she was like, and I don't think that you should rule that Aunt was definitely not involved. Um, so Coroner White followed only the first and third of the above specific pieces of advice by excluding suicide and borderline personality disorder. In an unusual event, the coroner ignored his assisting counsel, agreeing with Ant's lawyer that there was no evidence to point to anything other than Phoebe taking her own life, though this time they determined it could have been accidental rather than a suicide. So it's like, it's really... When I say unusual event, it's like the coroner usually listens to his assistant. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird that he ignored her and listened to Aunt's lawyer. Almost like he was getting paid off. Mm-hmm. 
It doesn't seem like Phoebe's family is focused on Ant as a subject or suspect. Quote from Natalie, I think she may have said something to upset someone. I don't know who, but I think that she's been injured and whoever was involved panicked and tried to get rid of her. Um, Phoebe's grandfather, Lorne, seemed to think or seems to think that her death could have been had something to do with Melbourne's drug trade. Regardless of who is to blame, the family has not wavered from their position that Phoebe was murdered. At this point, it is unlikely that the official justice will be served, and Natalie is incredibly disappointed with the way the police and court systems have failed her family. Um, she said, natural justice is now the only thing we're, gonna, we're going to get out of this. Karma will come to whoever has been involved. We just have to be patient. Um, and then one last thing that I wanted to mention, Alicia Carvel, um, a friend of Phoebe's, worked at McDonald's with her. And she said that, like, on day two, she decided that McDonald's was bullshit and she didn't want to work there. And she, like, took off her uniform and, like, left in the middle of her shift. Yep. And Alicia said that was the kind of person she was. If she didn't like something, she was out. Which says something about how much power and influence Aunt had over her. Yeah. Because she kept trying to leave and kept coming back. Um, That's the abusive then, cycle, though. Yeah. Love bombing and all that. One more little tidbit is Len, her dad, said that he didn't believe drugs or alcohol contributed to her death because she couldn't hold her booze and wouldn't be able to lift herself up to climb into the chute. However, her friends mentioned how much Phoebe enjoyed climbing. One time she got drunk and climbed a building, then jumped from building to building. So I don't know if the alcohol had any influence in her agile, I, agility? Agileness? Agility. Um, some things that didn't sit right with me. I kept seeing that Phoebe was crawling around in a dark room looking for a way out, but how do we they know mentioned... that? Well, because of the blood. But they mentioned that when I'm just going to call her Beth. Beth opened the doors, the automatic lights triggered. Why didn't they turn on when Phoebe was moving around? Were they only turn on when the door was open? Or is it a motion sensor? Because she should have been triggering the motion sensor. Yeah. I mean, she... Them saying that she was crawling around in the dark is stupid. But I feel like she could have just been so delirious with pain and, like, what the fuck just happened to me that she was crawling around blindly yelling instead of beelining for the door. But she did get to the door eventually because there was blood on the back of it. Yeah, but she could have been so weak at that point from, like, blood loss and her ankle. And, you know, okay. we don't know. I mean, we know that she had that abrasion or whatever on the outside of her head. But we don't know, like, how hard she was hit if that mm -hmm. also caused... That could have been just, like, or whatever. on her way down. to the compactor, too. Yeah. But um, we don't know if she was dealing with any, you know... But like people, like in all the articles and the podcast, they were saying that she was crawling around in a dark room. I didn't like that because in my experience, automatic like... lights turn on with motion. 
Yeah. That sounds almost more like theatrical, like someone posts that in like an article like, oh, this is horrifying. But I mean, yeah. maybe she was too low for the the sensor to like pick up or something, or it wasn't like as grand of emotion. I don't know. We'll never know, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, another thing that didn't sit right with me. So obviously, it seems the police had tunnel vision from the jump. Like that's apparent. Um, based on the fact that they declared it a crime scene right away rather than, like, an accident scene. But then I assume they didn't secure the scene or the security footage or other possible clues because they assumed it was suicide and they didn't need to. Mm -hmm. But... Oh. That was the end of my thought. Oh. <laughs> That's why I feel like they didn't secure anything because they were like, it was suicide, we don't need any of that shit. Yeah. Also, um... If Phoebe, if her, if she chose to kill herself, why would she do it that way? Yeah. That's it's... such a terrible way. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm hung up on it not being a suicide. Not just the choice to drop yourself down a trash chute, but also, like, the difficulty of doing it, of climbing mm -hmm. and everything. And I know you know they, or you said they reenacted it and it could be done, but it was difficult. Yeah. And then and also, just... the, because, like, once the weight on the door is gone, it mm -hmm. snaps closed. Mm -hmm. So, like, the engineer guy was saying, like, I'm surprised her fingers weren't all bruised yeah. up because they would have gotten crushed. And then the other thing is that they, like, determined that the way she went down the chute was, like, with her arms by her sides, I think. And yeah, I just don't. If she was, if she put herself in there, wouldn't they be up? Yeah, I don't. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And no. I, and they're not like trash chutes aren't like at the floor either. Mm -mm. I don't even understand how even the people reenacting. I don't understand how they got up and into it feet first. They like hoisted themselves up. But using what? So like, well, they opened it. Yeah. And then Hold themselves up like onto a counter type thing and then put their feet on it and then slid their feet in and then their bodies but then at that point it starts to close so they have to yeah anyway so weird i have two more things i want to say i Watch, have two Haley. things too um didn't she have weren't there sleeping pills in the house sort of aunt okay. took them with her him oh i was gonna say like if he if she wanted to like kill herself that's such a much easier way like more peaceful way to go second of all as someone that does stupid shit like drunk like just when i was in hawaii i was trying to climb out of the pool to climb like rock climb essentially um a trash compactor is never on my radar when i'm drunk mm -hmm. i don't know so like that is just not an accident that can't be it can't be that she was drunk and trying to, like, climb things hard past. She could go outside yeah. a tree drunk, for the love of God. So, this theory, um, someone posted on Reddit. It was kind of like, I don't know, I'm just going to share it. 
They think that because Phoebe was on sleeping pills and had alcohol in her system, she had limited control over her rational thinking processes. They hypothesized that maybe she misplaced something important to her, and she reasoned that because she had just taken out the trash, maybe she'd actually accidentally thrown it away. Then they went off into this weird bit about how she wanted to try and retrieve the trash bag with her feet. I don't know. I don't follow that bit. That doesn't make sense. I follow the she's irrationally thinking because of the sleeping pills, but also if she had enough sleeping pills in her system mixed with the alcohol to be that confused, she also wouldn't have been very agile. Right. A commenter commented on this post and pointed out that even if that were the case, it's legit impossible for her to have gotten into the shoot by herself. That's been proven with experiments. Plus the unexplained bruises on her wrists and arms, the blood and smashed glass in the apartment, and the lack of physical evidence on the garbage chute door. Yeah. So, um, just to, before I, I wanted to end this with this. Um, this was not the only time Anthony had lost a girlfriend. Eight years after Phoebe's death on June 23rd, 2018, Antony's then-girlfriend, Bailey Schneider, She spelled died. it my way? No. Oh. How does she spell it? B-A-I-L-L-E-E. So, Bailey. I've seen it with the double E's, but why the double L? Bailey. Bailey. Anyway, she died at 25. Bailey was a part-time model and dental assistant and had been dating Antony for, like, I've never found that out. I don't know how long they've been dating, but for a while, maybe. Um, I can't imagine he liked the fact that she was a model and was probably perceived as very beautiful from other men. Just with yeah, the fact also, that do you he think didn't he... like how... Phoebe talked to other guys. Uh-huh. But... Do you think that he was kind of like, you're better than a dental assistant? Because that's what I was thinking. Um, Dental assistants make so much money. No, I know. But he didn't want her to be like a receptionist at like a really high-end salon where she was getting paid good money. Um, or something like that. We can't all be judges, Anthony. What was his what job? Is... He was oh, like a, a vent promoter. I think he would have been proud to have a model girlfriend. That's the vibe that I get. I from feel him. like he'd still get like obnoxiously jealous if she like She wasn't allowed to talk to other guys, but I mean I imagine but... she also wasn't allowed to like post pictures of herself. He has those vibes. That one social media came that's out. That's his body. He yeah. she should not be showing Don't it. post pictures of yourself to... for other people to see. I would love to tell you more about her. Oh, sorry. On the day of her death, she had broken up with Antony. A few hours later, she was discovered with a gold cord wrapped around her neck at the home of her parents. Her parents came home from shopping to find Bailey on the kitchen floor next to a mostly empty bottle of wine. Her death was ruled a suicide by asphyxiation. There was no sign of a struggle or forced entry. The The toxicology report showed Bailey's blood alcohol content was three times the legal limit, and there was traces of cocaine in her bloodstream. Anthony had a pretty good alibi. He was attending an event in the city at the time of the death, 
I mention this only because of the similarities between Bailey and Phoebe. Shortly before Bailey's death, she was trying to get her life back on track, according to her dad. Which is what Phoebe was trying to do. Also, how do you... I don't know. Asphyxiate yourself. Suicide by asphyxiation. Yeah, can you even... Because you know how, like, our bodies will fight us if we try to do stuff? I mean, if you're hanging, your body can't stop it, but... Yeah. It's like if you try and drown yourself, you need to be, like extremely fatigued to successfully drown yourself yeah i feel like you you wouldn't just be able to what the fuck yeah this makes me more so my thoughts on phoebe were i'm positive that somebody killed her i I know that aunt looks good for it i'm just not 100 percent sold on him but two partners who die mysteriously I feel like really bumps you up. That's like, I like watching the cold case stuff when they go back and like there was nothing at the time, but then they find out somebody involved like killed somebody later and they're like, oh, we've got a little bit more here. Especially if if they're both ruled suicides. Yeah. And Um, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if it's more paying off with mm -hmm. the judges. Or what if he hires someone to do it? Do we talk about that? Yeah, that, I mean, that like, would make sense. Specifically, like, if he's at an event, he's in an atmosphere yeah. where there's multiple witnesses. Plenty of witnesses. And then for the apartment, key fob, time stamping things, like, another aspect that he can be like, no, I was here then, like, see, look, like, can't yeah. be me. And it he could have learned from the first one. Rather I need... convenient. Yeah. yeah, he could have learned from the first one. I need witnesses this time. I need witnesses that can alibi me. Yeah, I mean, not also, like that's not like, for what about when. What about the mysterious guy? Do you think that there's anything to that? I mean, there could be. He could be the hitman. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. First one up. doesn't. Well, I don't know. I was gonna say first one doesn't feel as hitmany to me. It feels more fight and kill somebody in like a rage and then panic and decide what to do with their body although we did say before i said that i feel like in theory dumping them down a trash chute should make it so they're not found quickly so i just played like something in my head he buzzed her saying like hey it's me let me up she lets him up she opens the door it's not who she thought it was but he's a stocky man, so he pushes through the door. She throws a glass at him. He grabs her head and smacks her against the counter, knocking her out. Mm. Picks her up, puts her in the trash. And then because he might have gotten her blood on him from knocking her into the counter, Mm. that's the trace bits that have been found. And, like, maybe the trash is also, like, a counter <clears throat> a countermeasure if they actually took the time to, like, look very closely at evidence or at all in this case. Yeah. So it would be hard to distinguish, like, what's real and what's just what was in the trash. But then, like, I feel like this is something that'd be on, like, Law & Order SVU, where, like, the son was like, Dad, I did it again. All right, I'll take care of it. And then he tells the coroner, it needs to be a suicide. We need to lose those tapes. 
We need to pay off the person who found her, aka the man. I think it's a whole conspiracy. I know you don't have like a lot of information about the second girlfriend. I would be interested to know if if it was like in the same county or whatever, if the same um coroner worked on it. Um It's also just I feel like that would make it extra suspicious though. It's it's really sketchy too because Anthony had power over her body when she like he made the call about the autopsy. He like had yeah. He had that. I yeah, think but... he he really wanted that toxicology report. He had like full control over the entire. Um. So Bailey, the police were working under the direction of the Victorian coroner. I forgot that we weren't in the U.S. For down under. Hmm. Sorry. Might. <laughs> Some shrimp mm. on the barbie. Uh, also, so this article that I pulled up because I wanted to show you her picture. It was written in uh, 2019. And remember, she was um, found dead in 2014. It says this that I thought was interesting. Police only recently took possession of two mobile phones belonging to Miss Schneider. It is unclear why her phones were not seized on the day of her death to determine who she last spoke to and to gain an insight into her state of mind. Yeah, does she have well two well phones too. She has two phones too. Yeah. Interesting. Lots of interesting stuff. I would love if any of it gave us an interesting answer. Oh, they were dating for nine months. How old was she? 25, and he was 51. When she died? June. No, what year? 2014. I thought it was was 18. Didn't you say it was eight years after Phoebe? Yes. Someone's (laughs) listening. June 23rd, 2018. So they waited a year to take her uh, phones. I feel like none of the cops over there wanted to be cops. (laughs) They're like, I hate this job. I'm going to do it as poorly as I can so I get fired. You got the short straw. No, um, they can't. They know they all suck, so nobody gets fired. So, Lacey, when are you moving over there to take over, like, best cop? I, I, I should get going because it sounds like they need some direction, and <laughs> I'm going to be just flying through the ranks over there. They're going to be so exhausted with all the work you're going to make them do. I'm going to so, walk in and be like, oh, here's the tapes that nobody watched. Like Phoebe, Bailey often dated older men. Other similarities include their stunning looks, self-esteem issues, and difficulties coping with alcohol. Both could also be great fun, able to light up a room with their presence, and were treasured by their friends. Both cared deeply for animals and had a sensitive side, often expressed in personal diaries. The Her parents acknowledge that their daughter had struggles and a taste for the wild side but there again was no suicide note and um her decision to take out a life insurance policy three weeks prior to her death is gnawing away at them who uh, oh interesting who was the benefactor of that life insurance policy i'll keep reading but um that they also noted that um there was nowhere in the kitchen where she could have affixed 
the one end of the cord to do like the, the asphyxiation for that. Yeah. yeah, so it would have had to been like that. Just her hands pulling it. That's wild. I feel like you just which that's honestly that's hard to do because as you like start to cut off oxygen like your arms will go weak like you can't keep that yeah, tension yeah i'm like I've, i feel like, like that's why that's why the is, like, aunt, throwback aunt. to the choking game that's why people like because you're pushing down so you're like you can't yeah. loosen that i feel like aunt i feel like someone's dad is is gonna be like dude you need to make it look more like a suicide next time so that we're not but on the other hand like like i don't think anything's gonna come of this unless somebody confesses yeah yeah is there any petition i can sign? she had a dog named edna what kind of dog family dog <laughs> my favorite breed <laughs> This is all very annoying. Thanks for telling us about this really frustrating case. <laughs> also, I just want to put out there that for... He had all these problems with her drinking and her substance issues, but he sure found himself another young girlfriend with alcohol and substance issues. Well, yeah, that's how he can... Control them, Lacey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... Just a That's real... how he got away with being so Damn controlling and like toxic. Yeah. Don't hold up a mirror to him. He doesn't want it. I'm gonna do it when I'm chief of police in Australia. Are you gonna hunt him down? Yeah, I'm gonna bring him in for interview and be like, "Why did nobody ever do this before? What's up, bro? Hmm. What do you know?" And I'll be like, oh, "I've never talked to a police officer in my life. This is brand new." He's what, like fifty? Maybe he'll die soon and confess. I don't know if you know how old 50 is. I'm dead long time. Oh, you just killed off my mom. <laughs> it's Australia. It's different down there. Everything's like poisonous. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They, it is risky down Hi, there. Hi, Sydney. How are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> Sydney in the background. You said 50 and her head snapped up. <laughs> She's making sure she's still like awake and listening. I won't take it personal. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, a hundred years ago, fifty was fifty was was old. Okay, I'm yeah, on, hundred I'm on, years ago. I'm sure on that timetable. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, you're still waiting on more information from Drew. Or? Um. No. Nah. Um, I'll, I'll read and if I have more, I'll tell you for the update. But I just want to say it is extremely uncommon for people to die in a garbage chute. Okay. Um, do you have statistics? Like, like four. Oh, <laughs> I know there, you just made it up, but like, I believe no, no, no. it. No, I think there, there was Phoebe and like two college students and then Roger Miro. In July of 2013, he uh, he went into the garbage chute because he had accidentally put his phone in there, and he wanted to go get it. Not worried about my guy. Do people? Was he from Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe people don't realize that there's like 
It's not just like a giant trash can at the end of it. <laughs> but also know. like so okay, so I lived in an apartment building um that where we had a trash chute. And it was my first apartment in Virginia. <clears throat> she didn't always Did I visit live with you. you. Oh no, I don't you helped me move in, but you got a flat tire on the way down. Home. I remember. Yeah. So you didn't really help move in. <laughs> but um the effort So I, I had no idea that a trash compactor was a thing, that that might be at the end of it. But I did know that it went to a room that it like all dumped out somewhere. So like if I were to have thrown something away, like a phone, and I was like, Oh my god, I need that. My first thought would have been to go to the office and say is there any way that I can get into wherever the trash chute comes out of to try to find my trash bag? I would not say I'm jumping in. <laughs> I'm just gonna follow my trash bag down. He was Stupid. in Illinois. Uh, huh? I would say our trash chute used to be gross because it would back up. Um, like, like first floor would pack it full, and then second floor would throw their trash down until it packed full. Well, she was pretty. She this was is Phoebe. Oh. oh, she was a model. I forgot. I'm going to show you Phoebe first. This is Phoebe and her brothers. Oh. Wasn't she gorgeous? Yeah. Yeah. There's Phoebe and her pup. That's Phoebe as baby. It's Phoebe and Aunt. Asshole. You're gonna get sued. This okay. is the CCTV footage of her leaving during the fire drill or fire alarm. And that was a day of, right? Yep. At eleven forty-four. And this is a picture of the trash compactor. I think this is where the button is for mm. manual and automatic. Is this a reenactment? I'm assuming. I don't no, know why. This I'm is CCTV footage. Yeah. Mm. And then this is Bailey. Hi, Bailey. Hi. Is that him in the background? Yeah. He looks like a stalker. Because yeah. he's creepily standing behind a very yeah. pretty young woman. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that's all I have for Phoebe. I'm dissatisfied, but I think you did a good job covering everything. So. Thank well, you. I guess. Do you so, suicide, accident, or uh, murder? I, I feel good about murder. I don't, I, I don't feel yeah. good about murder. I feel that she was murdered. <laughs> In general, and I'm more suspicious of Ant after learning about his second girlfriend. Um, I'm leaning towards murder. I don't like Ant as a person, uh, but I don't know if he did it. Yeah, I can't yeah I'm not really... 100% on him, but... It's definitely not suicide. Mm-hmm. Like... Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think it's going to be one of those cases, unfortunately, that it's either going to be a deathbed confession or we're just never going to know. 
I feel like the only confession we would get is if the manager was involved, him. Or Ant. Or if, if people if people were paid off, there's gonna be, you know, then there's a couple people who might Do blow the little whole thing. Yeah, yeah. If we find out later that the coroner killed himself, I'd be like, okay, is anybody gonna like really figure out what's going on over there? Yeah. Um. Well, Lacey, I feel like we should before we end we should have a disclaimer that all of this was hypothetical and we don't want to get sued it's true or in trouble legally um i mean take back fuck australia because australia is really pretty but yeah and i'm pretty sure most of australians are upset about this as well that's great i I would hope believe it can i say my thing now Okay. Um, Lacey, exciting news. Uh, next week yeah. will not be ending without... Well... We'll know, we'll know who did it next week. We, we oh, don't nice. know. I appreciate that. Thank how, you. How many. Uh, but next week I will be letting you all know about the Toy Box Killer. Oh, fun. Oh, I didn't know who the... I, I know that you said you were going to do David Parker Ray. I didn't connect him. I know him as the toy box killer. I'm not looking forward to it. Is this a kid one again? No, it's oh, uh, good. no. You tend it's... to do kid murders. Thank you. Uh, no, but don't worry. <laughs> it is going to get dark. Oh, fun. Cool. Well, really dark. That was sinister. We were sarcastic. And we hope you keep listening. Mm-hmm.